Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 10, it's called Haven. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. Now, so, there's something really important to get out of the way here first, isn't there? I think you might know where I'm going with this, because uh, I was right. This had absolutely nothing to do with last episode. It wasn't set up in any meaningful way at all. I forgot we had that debate. I wasn't thinking. Well, about I didn't. I I didn't I, at all. It, it happened. I, I was like, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Never even crossed my mind. Yeah. Just because you are wrong, you willfully forgot. No, no. I'm just. I'm just not that. What's the word I'm looking for? Petty. Petty. Yes. I'm yeah. not that petty. You said you, it, not me. No, no. So you are if you're the one that's right. <laughs> oh, I need the receipts for that. So. So this episode, um, we have two things going on, um, which ultimately collide later in the episode, but they're very separate for a long time. Um, yeah. And one of them I felt was kind of oddly underplayed, <laughs> given so so one of the Severity things of it, yeah. yeah one of the things that's happening is that they're on this the way to the planet called Haven, and it's meant to be this paradise, and there's there's like myths about it being like a healing planet, although no one really believes it. It's just kind of like a you know, it's like the Loch Ness monster. No one believes it. It's just kind of like, yeah, you, you go for the Loch Ness monster, right? It's, it's almost a tourism thing. It's a, yeah, it's a tourism thing. Um, and they're on their way, and that's fine. That's fine. There's a lot of plots set up with uh, with Troy. We'll get into that in a second. But there, there's a, oh, there's a real ship approaching the planet. Um, you know, this is the, uh, the the planet themselves say, hey, there's a ship coming towards us, and we have no defenses of their own. But you've you know we've got a treaty with you, so the Federation have to defend us. And Picard's like, of course, yes, yes. Uh, Federation engage, blah, blah blah, as he does, and it's a pretty good impression. It's this ship that appears, and it's you know, this kind of bald, kind of glowing sort of thing in the middle of it, mm. and it turns out to be of a a Tyrellian ship, which and I had to check the name of the race there just to make yeah. sure. I would, I would, I was gonna guess because I I wasn't sure you had it in front of you, and I mm. was gonna say Tellarian. No, 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 not bad for you know, off the spot memory though. Mm. So. And this is weird because this race has been seemingly thought dead for, for as we find out a little bit later, the exact timeline here. Uh, they, they believe the last Tellurian ship was destroyed eight years ago. And the reason why this race died out is because there was two factions in, the, in this race and they were at war and one unleashed a, a disease. But it ended up spreading to everyone in the race and killed both. In fact, it sounds like they also accidentally killed a couple of other planets because some of them yeah, fled. Yeah, when, when, they, <laughs> when they left to try and get away from the war, they were carriers of the disease and spread it. Yes. Uh, so them coming towards this planet is seen as quite dangerous. And the people on the planet are like, no, 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 don't let them land. Come on now. <laughs> we, we don't want these disease. Yeah. As you do. Uh, but Picard's like, no, but we also have to protect them. They're an endangered species, essentially, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so, this is all fine. But here's the thing. So, this sounds like a very serious plot, what's going on here. Yet, every single, like, it, you know, it pops in every now and again. But after they have a serious meeting about it, it's like, okay, let's all forget this because Deanna Troy's getting married. Let's forget all this is happening. We'll think about it, even though we're on a 13-hour clock here until the ship arrives. Because they're, they're not at warp speed. They're going slowly on impulse. Yeah. So it's taken them years to get to this planet. And like, no, no, let's ignore all that and we'll just we'll go, to, we'll go to the wedding. We'll, we'll have the, the pre-wedding dinner and rehearsal and whatnot. And I'm like... Yes, you do. And, 
and it was, it was fine at first. It was when it ended that serious meeting with all you know all the, all the, all the main characters, right? And they had had that meeting. And it's like, in the meantime, though, we'll turn our attentions to uh, Councillor Troy's upcoming wedding. And I'm like, wait, what? No, delay the wedding? <laughs> We've got a crisis. What are you doing, Picard? Ah, crisis, mices. Uh, Riker was enjoying some uh, sexy heart playing in his, in his he quarters. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he was leaning back with a smirk in his face. It was kind of yeah. unsettling, quite frankly. Yeah, it was. Uh so yeah, apparently there's been a, an arranged marriage. Uh, Troy was promised to this this gentleman, who I actually recognised this actor, but it was like, oh, who is this guy? I'm like, I know this guy. And the reason why it took me a while to clock it, I eventually thought about it. Um, his name's, uh, I think, Robert Kemper, maybe? Uh, he was on Prison Break, he was on iZombie, he's in a bunch of stuff. But I know him as being, like, you know, middle-aged, and like in yeah. his 50s, uh, maybe 60s. Uh, obviously here he's much younger and has a full head of long, you know, locks. Yes, <laughs> and his hair. He looks very different. He's very young, but it's him, and I caught it. <laughs> um, and it's, speaking of actors that I recognised in this, of course, you know, it's happening again. Um, it is, yes. Because uh, the giant from uh, Twin Peaks is in there. He's he's the the servant to uh, Diana's mother. Who yeah. is a bit of a character, shall we yes, say? Yes, he uh, he shows up Picard quite comfortably, doesn't he? Yes, but he's got super strength, seemingly. You know, yeah. compared to humans, because Picard tries to pick up our luggage and is struggling. And instead of just like realizing that no, this is not this is not the right this is too heavy for a human being, he he sh- struggles through it and damn near injures his back. Try to lug this this. Yeah, this I mean, bag. To be, you say, oh, it's too heavy. I mean, he's struggling, but he's lifting it and moving it. I think. Picard's not the most physically fit and strong man. No, he's he's a he's a wiry fella, but he's not built a muscle, is he? Well, no. I mean, people can technically lift things, but they're still too heavy for them. That's, that's... yeah. No, no, no. This is too heavy for Picard. It's not too heavy for just people in general. No, I think it is. I don't think Raker. I think Raker would be equally uncomfortable carrying this. Hmm. I think he'd better do a bad job. I mean, forgetting that the actor's got back issues in real life, right? Ignoring that, just Riker's yeah, not yeah. got that issue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Riker, Riker looks like a, a young man who's fitting, you know, tall. Yeah, and... I, I think he does a better job. Maybe he would, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the, the giant picks it up and he's fine. And it's, it's like it's nothing to him. It's like a normal, yeah. uh, comparable weight. And yeah. you know, that's what I mean. It's too heavy for a human. Um, so, but she's a bit of a character. She she kind of treats Picard like a servant and like says you may leave now and things like that. Uh, and Diana is more mortified by how she's how she's acting, but you know kind of goes along with it to a point. Until of course the highlight of the episode, of course, is where it almost got a little bit Twin Peaksy with the giant just hitting this gong repeatedly through dinner. It just kept cutting back to him hitting this gong, and I'm like, what's happening? Why is no one addressing this? And then eventually, uh, um, the the guy's mother. Because they're human. Eventually, yeah. she did actually say, "Does he have to do that?" And it turns out, oh, it's his way of giving thanks for the for the food we're eating. <laughs> okay. It was it was so surreal because it went on for ages. It, did. it took a while before they explained it because it was going on for a while. You just hear him bending down in the background and dong. It almost felt like he was just like he never had a gong before, so he was getting really into it. It did, didn't it? He was also doing the drinks quicker than Connor during an episode of Arrow. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh huh. Um. 
And Data is just kind of bemused by the whole thing. So it turns out that the wedding itself is supposed to be naked. That's the tradition of Diana's people, is that the wedding, everyone goes naked. And, you know, the guests, the bride, everyone. Which I did notice, the person who reacted to this and got really excited seemingly was one Tasha Yar. I just want to point of that course. out. Of course she did. She leaned forward. She had a smirk in her face. Everyone else was mortified about having a naked wedding, but Tasha was like, naked, oh, you say? Naked, yeah. you say? Um, um, I, I did laugh, to, at the end of the episode I did laugh when uh, Diana's mother was like joking about Picard being into her yeah. she, she has a couple of lines and then she beams out and Diana, Diana's like nah she, that was a joke sir that wasn't yeah, the look on Picard's face though it's like maybe not entirely <laughs> yeah, the second one was definitely a joke she, she was like oh nah, even even his father wasn't thinking of me like that, you know, because yeah, yeah. she reveals at one point that the, the, uh, the... It was the last servant. The, the, was it the last servant? Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but also the father-in-law, he was apparently into her as well. Uh, yeah. So she claims anyway. I know. But we hear early on that they're not supposed to lie, but I feel like there was some lying going on here. What What is a joke, if not a, a little lie, for humour's sake? It is. It is, but it's a lie. If, if, but with the intent is what makes it a joke and not a lie, Right. Yeah, but Picard wasn't getting it was a joke, so the intent is irrelevant. Well, well, look, but she might think he's getting the intent, and and she's just really bad at telling jokes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? Our race doesn't lie. is nothing but a big fat lie in of itself. Makes them the biggest well, liars that, that ever was. Context is everything. It's mm. just it's just vital. Yeah, so. Yeah, so so, so her, her Diana's father was very close with this this human family, and they had this these vows a long time ago, which is why they're getting into this arranged marriage. Riker's not happy. R- Riker is given all sorts of jealous stares in this episode. At one point, he he just he's sitting there like glaring with his jealous stare, which was kind of cracking me up. Um, so this William fellow, I believe that was his name. He he's surprised what Diana looks like. Yes. Because he was expecting, because he's been doing drawings of the person he's had in his head this entire time. That's this sort of curly-haired blonde woman. Mm. And it's like, okay, so you've been seeing her since you were a child. I wonder if that'll come up later. It probably will. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and, Who'd have thought? And of course, eventually what actually links the two plots together is that they finally, you know, make contact with these uh, the Tyrellians. And... <laughs> it's basically just tearing in aliens. Um, it's not spelled that way, but that's essentially what it is. Uh, but and sure enough, that woman's one of the people on that ship. Uh, and then he, with the motivation just seemingly being that he really wants to like like rescue people, but he's also attached to her because he's been dreaming about her his entire life, decides to beam aboard their ship, even though it's probably lethal to him. <laughs> so none of this makes any sense. One... So she was just projecting to him specifically when he was a kid in the hopes that he'd grow up? You're forgetting one vital detail here. Mm, go her, on. Her, well, I assume it was her father, but the, 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 the captain on the, the Tyrellian ship. Yeah. He said, oh, we just thought you were a, a dream. Implying yeah. that even she didn't know that he was real. That, that okay, she wasn't fine. projecting. Fine, but she's projected to him specifically, right? Uh-huh. Just randomly, and then oh, they the, they both happen to be here now. Yeah, but it wasn't and something then... she was doing though. Like, I, I, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying this is this is more likely. Yeah, but... I'm, I'm not saying she did this. Yeah, so but they're projecting to each other. It's not it's just a one way thing. Are. Yeah. So why do yeah. you keep phrasing it that it's just her projecting to him? She's been getting visions of him the same way. She no, even no, has she drawings. Has... 
No, I know, but I, I meant from the context of most of the episode is framed from this side of it. So I was go going at it from this angle first. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you know he's he's dreaming of her and then conveniently grows up to be a doctor and it's like oh maybe I can save them, but instead of doing what any rational doctor would do of right okay, beam us over some samples in you know a contained box. That, yeah, maybe a little bit like a blood sample that we can then study and and actually have you know in a lab. Mm -hmm. I'll just go over there. It should be cool. Yeah, but I mean, the Tyrellians wants to see him and go, oh, he's real. Um, they basically just want to take him anyway. They're, that's they're, they're happy with that. They just want to leave now. He's he's their their angel, their saving grace. Yeah. See, this also makes because at this point, I don't think they're aware that he's a doctor. Why do you think I'm arguing this makes sense? No, no, no you're not. I'm just saying. I'm, I just want to get. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got. I'm very impassioned about this. I'm getting the facts straight as a, as the episode presented them. That's all I'm it doing. It is, and I I have strong opinions about the facts. How could you have strong opinions about this episode? This is like the, the this is the hardest episode to have strong opinions about. It's just it's stupid. Just, it baffles me. It makes no sense. That's what my strong opinion is bafflement. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> but they, so they're like, yeah, do you know what? We're happy we want to go down to that planet. We don't want to kill everyone though. Just send us on a little island away from everyone else and we'll live you know, just live out our days and die there and then, you know, jobs are good. This guy that okay, you know, one uh, my daughter's been dreaming about. He's there. He's on that ship. Oh well, do you want to come over here? And we'll just go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. They don't know he's a doctor. They don't know he's going to cure them. They're just like, yeah, well, give us him. Not give us him, and then we'll go down to the planet. It's like, now nah, we'll piss off. Now we'll carry on flying through space. And of course, Troy had to kind of fall for him a little bit before this happened. They had, they had a romantic kiss after her touching scene with Raker in the hollow deck. As Riker was being very pouty and jealous about the whole thing. He was. He has no poker face. And at the end of the episode, you know, Picard's just like, well, I'm happy you're still here with us, uh, Counselor Troy. And then Riker just gets his big grin across his face, like, yeah, dodge the bullet with that one. All right, yeah. engage! Engage! LaForge! <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty pleased himself. Mm, he's happy, yes. Um,. Did you enjoy the episode? <laughs> not really. It's one of the weaker ones. <laughs> it was mostly not offensively bad until the ending where I was just confused by everything that was happening. Yeah, the, the, but the, for the most part, it was just kind of tedious. The plot is, is not good at all. Um, I will say, I actually ended up enjoying it more than I thought it would. I saw the screenshot on IMDb when we, you know, before we... You know, at the end of the last episode, and mm. I saw like the the woman from the planet and the and the the outfit. I think it was, and I was like, oh, this looks like one of these episodes. You know, where they go to this planet and the earth. Oh uh, yeah, it wasn't one of those, right? And then I wasn't necessarily feeling the setup at the start of the episode, but by the time it got to that dinner scene, and it was just like, because because at one point at the end of the scene, uh, the 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 the, the, the in law mothers are both bickering with each other, and Troy just loses Snaps. it and yeah. starts screaming at them you know and stop this bickering and she storms out and my favourite part of this is she hits yeah. over the gong on the way out and, and but the giant's just standing there being like oh my gong yeah. and then and then she leaves and Data's just like can, can you carry on the bickering it was enlightening <laughs> and Tasha's still laughing about the whole thing and it was during this scene where it's like you know what I'm actually kind of digging what it's doing with this episode I don't know if I like Deanna's mother but she's at least leading to some humour here she was. I found her to be rather grating, personally. She is pretty grating. Um, yeah. But the things that the things that it led to around her tended to be relatively entertaining. So I didn't hate the episode, 
but it wasn't a good episode and it didn't no. have a good plot and like you said the ending doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, for the most part, it was just kind of, and everyone just kind of accepts that he's made this choice. But his parents are mortified that he's basically just went over to what is likely <laughs> going to be his slow, painful death. Yep, yep. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he's destined to fix them and heal them. And oh, don't start going on about destiny. I won't stand for it. Joe, you know it's funny though. What? There was no Wesley in this episode. There wasn't, no. There's positives to be had. Look in the silver linings, my man. Look in the silver linings. I'll, I will take what I can get. Also, bizarrely, no Worf. I feel like we missed a beat not having Worf and uh, Deanna's mother on a scene together. Yeah, that could have been fun. I feel like he'd have threatened to kill her after about 30 seconds. I feel like I'd been very justified in doing that as well. Which probably would have been the most I ever related to Worf <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, there you go. That's episode what was that 10? 10, 10 episodes in, no, that. that's a milestone. Ah, flying through them. Milestone. Episode 10 what's, of Next Generation. What, what's so, next time? I, you know, I was just going to do that. You didn't have to remind me. I was well ah. aware of it. Just going to get into the habit of reminding you. Yeah, it was that woman in the dress. Oh dear, this, this, I don't know if it was. So the next one's called The Big Goodbye. And here's the here's the thing. Oh, it's what, you know, it's one of these episodes. Now, I'm familiar that Next Generation has a few of these. What do you mean by these? These types of episodes. Um, so I'll read you the description, and then if you don't get what I mean by that, I'll tell you after. But Captain Picard and some of his crew are caught in a deadly trap uh, in the holodeck as the result of a shipwide scan from an alien race. So yeah, I, I, as I understand it, there's a few episodes of Next Gen where, oh, the holodecks went kind of crazy and were trapped in here in a, in a world. So instead of going to an Earth-like you know, world it just where conveniently replicates a desert. Well, no, not a desert. No, 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 not a desert. I mean, there might be something like that, but no, no. Um, remember the episodes where it was like, oh, we're now we're in like gangster Chicago twenties. Oh, 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 those n- ones. Now okay. we're in this in the original series. This is how we do them in the hollow and in, in next generation. We do them in the hollow deck where it recreates them. These episodes, okay. Yes, but I, I believe next gen has a number of hollow deck has went. Uh, dangerous episodes essentially where they're actually in trouble right okay due to a malfunction or in this case an alien scan apparently i'm with you i'm with you um uh but i mean there are pictures here of data and picard and uh fancy hats and suits so uh, <laughs> leslie better not be in that holodeck it looks like we're getting a sort of noir style kind of plot um, I hope oh, we get uh, more Sherlock data. Maybe there'll be a Sherlock themed holodeck episode. Data, yes, I can see it. Um, but there you go. That's going to be the next episode. So let us know what you thought of uh, of Haven in the comments below. You can like and subscribe. All that stuff that helps us out. As of course, of course, can over Patreon dot com slash TV, where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. You get some stuff early, including these Star Trek reviews, as well as some bonus stuff. Uh, but you can do that. You can also get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz. You can get me on Twitter at wibble eighty nine. You can get Connor on Twitter at Connor Ryan ninety four. It's also worth mentioning, of course, we are reviewing Star Trek Discovery as it airs. Obviously, we're during Season 2 right now. Uh, if you listen to the audio feed, there's a separate audio feed. Right now, you're on the Star Wars... Uh, on the Star Wars. <laughs> what, what a weird slip. Right now, you're on the uh, Star Trek Viewer's Log Classic series, but there's Half also... just unsubscribed. <laughs> Let me finish the, the plug. Uh, but if you... So if you're on the, 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 the Classic series um, uh, feed... Then you can go over to the the modern series feed. It's the same thing. It's the Star Trek modern series or viewers log modern series 
um, and that's got a discovery, and also have future stuff like the new Picard show, the new animated series, all that kind of stuff. Um, but if you're on YouTube, you just find Discovery. It's easy. Yeah, it's just so. there. Uh, but that is us. So thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek and Sci-Fi TV and all that other stuff. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper. <laughs>